0: Hello, this is Collective Noun. For a high-quality program, press 1. You have pressed 2.
1: This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Welcome to the show
2: tonight and uh, for another week. Dom, we're kicking it off tonight by doing what is long overdue. Mm. We're celebrating the small towns of this great land.
3: Well, so often are they forgotten, right? All Uh. they're known for is their occasional big things that they've got. You know what I mean? You might occasionally have the, the big pineapple, which I think is in Queensland. The big prawn. The big prawn. Is that, is that no Coffs idea. Harbour? Where's, which one's Coffs Harbour? Uh, no,
2: I think that's big banana. Big
3: banana's Coffs Harbour. Really, we need to get a map of all the big things around Australia to go and yep. visit them. Where would
2: your head go? <laughs> oh, <okay>.
3: <laughs> <laughs> What's
2: that? How long are we in? <laughs> <laughs> 35 seconds and we got to the first big head joke. <laughs> there we go.
3: Yes, we measured my head once. It was slightly above average. I don't think. Honestly, if someone's just tuned into this show for the very first time, imagine, imagine if you were sitting on the side of the road and we set you up as a
2: <laughs> as a tourist attraction. People came to see your big head. <laughs> Sorry, we're getting sidetracked.
3: Yeah, we can make tourist merchandise out of t shirts and mugs and stuff like that.
2: One of those little boggle heads. <laughs> but well, the weird thing about that is the actual size. Oh, the proportions would already be correct.
3: But yes, no, look, uh, plenty of plenty of great things outside of just the big things in small towns. What
2: we want to do up next is yep. we want to give a long overdue opportunity to all the small countries of Australia, <laughs> the small cities, sorry, yep. to stand up and be counted in just a couple of minutes. <laughs>
3: Collective Noun Late Nights with Zach and Dom, and no more big head jokes for the rest of the show.
1: Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Zach, I'm going to tell you a road rage
3: incident of sorts I was involved with the other night. I just want you to simply say whether or not you think I am a hero or a villain.
2: Okay, well, well, the words road rage and hero don't usually go together. (laughs) So I'm going to pencil in... (laughs) <laughs> what what I think my answer will I, be?
3: I, I unjustified road rage is my belief. Yeah. Um. And I do know that I'm talking road rage a fair bit on the show mm, this too year. Too often. I, it's getting to the stage we could almost make an opener. Yeah. Um, we should. <laughs> just some horns beeping, someone yelling. Dom's got <laughs> got sworn out again. Yes. There we go. Can we just put that together? Just cut that off and put that together. Um. Here's what's happened. So this is uh, on the way home from the show last week. Uh, I was, you know, sometimes I've I've spent this on the show before there's traffic lights that in the middle of the night take forever to change. Yeah. I think there was one set and this is the same set that got me the other night that took five minutes once. Um, and then only changed because we went through the red light. Well, five minutes
2: isn't forever.
3: Well, let me tell you what happens the other night in the drive home. So I'm car number four in a queue that is, I don't know how long this queue's been building here, but it's a quietish street. So I'm guessing already three or four minutes. Yeah. Right. And I sit there for about five minutes again, and it's just not changing at all. This time, two more cars behind me. And it's a cold night, and I know in those situations, the thing to do that I've seen done numerous times is jump out of the car and go and press the pedestrian crossing button, right? Because clearly the person at the front of the queue maybe isn't on the pressure pad or whatever's going on. Something's wrong with the lights, but if you press that, that should trigger the lights. Okay. Would you agree? Okay.
2: I <laughs> didn't know that it was so cut and dry that was the well, process. Well, well, no, but okay, you what see, would
3: you do? What would you do in that so Sit there and wait for the light to change. What if it takes half an hour?
2: Okay, it's not gonna take half an okay. hour. <laughs>
3: It had taken, Has it ever
2: taken half an hour? Taken, You've sat there for half an hour. Next time it happens, I want you to sit there yes. and actually put a stopwatch on, and I want yep. you to sit there till it changes. Well, and I don't care if it's seven hours, because mm. that would be a great story.
3: <laughs> okay. Well, this had taken about ten minutes, I reckon, at this stage.
2: Right? <laughs> okay, but your concept of time
3: is pretty poor. <laughs> I reckon it was ten minutes. So I decide, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be the hero here. I know everyone's enjoying sitting in their warm cars in the middle of the night. Yeah. I'm going to get out of the car and I'm going to run across and press the pedestrian crossing button for everybody so that lights will change and we can get through. Now, I'm, I'm not expecting roses to be thrown at me.
2: Sounds like you I'm, are, there.
3: <laughs> Maybe a one you or two. You used the word hero. Yeah, uh, you know what? Late night road hero. That's what I'd like to be called. But basically, I get out of my car. The moment arrives. I, I, I put it off for a few minutes. I'm like, oh, I'm just going to do it. Get out of the car. I make it all the way across. Probably about a 30-meter run, I reckon, to the <laughs> pedestrian crossing. And just as I get there about <laughs> to press it, I see the light go orange <laughs> and in the other way. And I realise I'm in trouble now. Because I'm, I'm at You've least You've left your
2: car. Now you're blocking the four people behind you. <laughs> That's it. And the lights are about to go green.
3: Yep. Yeah, so and I'm at least a ten to fifteen second walk, jog back to the car. And
2: yeah, you also look like an idiot. Because <laughs> you just got out of your car and ran ten meters in one direction. Stopped suddenly and turned yeah. around and ran back. <laughs> It looked like that you just wanted to stretch your
3: legs. (laughs) It might've looked like I had a momentary decision to abandon my car and got 10 seconds away and thought, I can't do that. That's an awful financial decision and ran back. But anyway, I, I get back to my car as fast as I can, yeah. but unfortunately not far enough because all the cars in front of me get through, but by the time I start the car up again and start moving, the lights turn red again. Oh, no. <laughs> right? And did you did you make it through? <laughs> I didn't make it through. Okay, I see so you're stuck there. I'm stuck at the lights. With all the
2: people behind you that you've made yeah, get that, stuck as well.
3: That we would have. Uh, I'm certain we would have all made it through had I not left the car, right?
2: Okay, and at this stage, you're locking the doors, <laughs> I <I'd> imagine.
3: <laughs> well, I'm already getting beeps, right? I'm getting... <laughs> And and it, like <laughs> like they we're stuck at lights and they the the lights aren't going to change anytime soon right yeah. there's nothing I can do. Well, these, we get out again. These,
2: well, these, Go see if you can press the button this
3: time. <laughs> well, no, these beeps are all just anger at this stage, right? What look what you've done to us. <laughs> are right? they consistent or are they? Ah, uh, there's are you, they like so, heavy on the beep. It's like a chorus. So one car goes and the next will have a go. Yep. And you can see in the rear vision mirror, the guy in the car behind me, is just he's saying some bad words, yep. right? Anyway, the lights don't take as long this time, thankfully. And finally, I drive off, right? And one of them tailgates me a little bit <laughs> as I get near my yeah. house. But the point, I just let that whole scenario, Zach, thinking yeah. this is so unfair. I'm the one. I am the only one in that line of seven cars who thought I'm going to go and put my body on the line. And get out in the cold. And yeah, press but the do button. you know why? Why
2: none of the others did it? Because they knew it's going to change any minute now, and they were thinking to each other. And if there was someone else in the car, they'd ha- be having this discussion. Yeah, they'd be saying, "As soon as we get out, you know what's going to happen? Yeah. It's going to change."
3: Yeah, okay. And so
2: that's what six people had, yes. and then the seventh car. You, you thought I've got a great idea. I'm yes. going to be a hero.
3: So, well then, are, are you on their side or my side? Am I hero or villain? Their side. They could have uh, made it through the lights if it wasn't for you. You abandon a car in the yeah. middle of the road. Okay. Well, I sincerely apologize. In that case, yeah. and can I just say, if anybody on the roads later tonight sees somebody at lights, get out of the car and run yeah. to, to press the pedestrian.
2: You can always pick which one's Dom's car because <laughs> it's the one that the ten cars are beefing at.
1: This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Huge news
2: today, Maribor, small mm. town in Queensland. Guess yep. what, Dom? Mm. For the first time in their 113 years on this planet, yep. they got their very first roundabout.
3: Well, congratulations, Mariborough. In fact, you know what? That deserves more than a congratulations. <clears throat> a round of applause for Mariborah's first roundabout.
2: That crowd there applauding is much higher <laughs> yeah. than I think the people who were there on the day.
3: Okay. The local
2: councillor was there, though. Yeah. Um, he was very excited. He opened the roundabout. Okay. And spruked that there's possibly more roundabouts on the horizon. Oh,
3: what a tease! <laughs> 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 quick, quick move to Mirrabooka now. Beat the rush. Um, look, a roundabout. Don't get me wrong. A roundabout's an exciting part of any local area, I yep. suppose. And I know there'd be people listening to this in Canberra, the home of the roundabout, and in they'll Australia.
2: be going, "Oh, turn it up, Mirrabooka. Yeah. <laughs> you have got a long way to go if you want to get to where we are." But, but
3: look, it is—it's an exciting alternative to traffic lights. I can't <laughs> deny it. And I—I and I reckon they're going to take off That's roundabouts. Surprising,
2: because I would have thought if you were a small town, mm. you'd start with roundabouts. I, I don't know much about uh, the cost, but I'd imagine that was cheaper <laughs> well, you don't than running th- lights all the time.
3: You'd think so. M- maybe uh, the w- maybe Word of Roundabouts hadn't reached Meriburre yet. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. sometimes when, you know, a place might get a sort of food yeah. or maybe some sort of landmark, it doesn't reach you know, far and wide yet. And maybe the councillor was just on holiday somewhere around Australia, found a roundabout and thought, why don't we have one of these? Or
2: they were down at the local Maribor donut shop. <laughs> and it. someone got a donut and then looked out at the traffic lights <laughs> and looked back at the donut well, and they said, hang on.
3: <laughs> is it possible they think they've invented roundabouts? Yes, I think I it is possible. I reckon it's a fair chance. And look, I mean, I don't, don't get me wrong, very exciting for the people of Maribor. Have it you been to Maribor before? I haven't. Um, but but I'll certainly have it on the list now yeah. to go to because I love a good roundabout. Yep. You know, there's so many good things you can do with a roundabout, Zach, you know?
2: Besides go around it, yeah. <laughs> what else comes to mind?
3: I always used to think, in all honesty, when I was a kid, you know, sometimes I love like a little green spot in the middle of a big roundabout, yeah. right? Like love some it. grass and like some trees. I used to think what a fun place that'd be for a picnic.
2: Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Just what, among all the traffic?
3: <laughs> I just thought it looked like an nice oasis in the in the desert of traffic <laughs> out there.
2: We should do that. we
3: <laughs> just
2: on do roundabout. a picnic on a roundabout. <laughs> And see how people <laughs> Just, responded.
3: <laughs> Just waved to your know, passing traffic. Yeah. I, look, I, think it's, I thought
2: oh, it was a park. Sorry, guys. I, I mean, don't know what's going on here.
3: Probably a nightmare to get on and off the roundabout for the picnic. Yes. You'd have to really time your run with the traffic. But I reckon we can make that work. And the people of Maribor now as well, Zach, can get on board with that.
2: We want to celebrate the small towns. Because I thought like this so nearly yep. went through the filters. That so nearly didn't make the news. And yep. how sad would that be? Ah.
3: Huh. Travesty
2: so Mariborough has one roundabout we wanted to go on 131060 mm. how small's your town
3: yeah is there what what feature what aspect of your town quantifies it as a small town because
2: I remember listening to radio Dom yeah in it was in Tasmania somewhere yeah and they did a traffic report mm. and they just said there was a bit of congestion outside Kmart. <laughs> But they didn't have to specify which came up because there was only one, <laughs> so everyone knew.
3: Uh, just outside, well, I mean, I guess it's helpful in one sense, isn't it? You don't have to, you don't have to be, you know, specifying suburb. It was
2: one short of saying there's been an accident outside Tim's house. <laughs> <laughs> And of course, take the back road.
3: I'm pretty sure in that town the traffic reporter would have been on the hill. Yeah. They don't need a traffic chopper. You just stand on a slight on a six story building and you can see over the whole town. Do
2: you have a small town story?
3: Uh, there there was a friend of mine who grew up uh, in Western Queensland. I can't remember what the exact town was, but um, their town was so small it had a McDonald's, which was a big deal for the town. But the McDonald's started selling whoppers. <laughs>
2: <laughs> which is incredible. Like Hungry Jack's Whoppers Hungry at Jack's McDonald's. Whoppers.
3: This is this is about uh, 15, 20 years ago now. But yes, because the situation there was that uh, they Hungry Jack's didn't deem there was a big enough market to open their own store there. So what they thought they'd do is they'd just start getting the McDonald's to sell Whoppers and siphoning them <laughs> some of the money. So, yeah, and I think that's merge all the fast foods into one. I think that's, that's a amazing. great idea. 131060, how small is your town? Maybe it's a landmark. Maybe it's something it doesn't have. What feature makes your town a proper small town? Kim,
2: on 131060, where are you from and how
3: small is your town?
0: Um, I'm living in Currie at the moment, but I lived about 45 minutes from Toowoomba in Queensland, Mm. and the town was so small it didn't even have a pub. Not even a pub? I would have
3: thought that. I would have thought that's the that's the, the hallmark of a small first town. That's the thing that goes in. If there's no pub. That's the first thing I'd put in. Yeah, if there's no pub. I mean, surely, because it was there wasn't there that town in Western Australia that had a pub that had a population of 6 people or something. Yeah. And They still justified a pub. If you don't have a pub, I don't think you get town status. That's a rule I just think Australia should implement at this stage. Okay, you
2: should go to that town and Yeah. <laughs> run for mayor. <laughs>
3: I'm bringing in a pub. Bringing in a pub. Winning a landslide. Reef on 131060. 10 how small is your town?
0: Hey, mate. Yeah, we've, we've got a gas station that doesn't sell gas, and then we've got a footy oval that's uh, pretty much open all the time because we've got uh, in anarchy.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, Fridays and Saturdays, just go down there, get hot chips, watch the footy, and yeah. it's pretty bad time from there. <laughs> okay.
3: So there's one thing to do
2: on the weekend, and it's go to the footy. So where do you get petrol from if you can't get it from the survey?
0: Um, you're probably going to have to drive up to near Geelong. Okay. okay. That's, that's about 40 minutes.
2: Yeah. So what does the survey sell?
0: Uh, well, they just do lollies, cigarettes.
3: <laughs> I don't know if that's a, That's just a corner story, isn't it? Was there a time they did sell petrol and then they stopped, or have they have never sold it?
0: Uh, I'm pretty sure before I was there they sold it. Yeah, okay. But, um... Pretty much, I was there for 10 years, and no, nah, it was never on. They still have the gas pumps there, but yeah. no,
2: nothing. Yeah. <laughs> There's rumours around the town, John. There's rumours of a time where there was petrol that you could buy.
3: Yeah, but it hasn't made it out there since then. Cass, on 131060, how small is your town, Cass? We have one set of traffic lights. <laughs> okay, well, that's pretty good, because I guess then in that situation, you'd never be able to use I was caught at the lights as an excuse or anything like I reckon like that.
2: people still do. Cass, do people blame traffic for not, <laughs> not getting to places on time?
0: Sometimes because, like, there's a major highway that runs through the town. Yeah. Mm. So I guess we kind of need it because it's on a, um, I call it a plus sign, <laughs> intersection. So it's just easier that we have a set of traffic lights there to let the highway traffic go through and let all of us people go through to the major shopping centre.
3: So I guess it's a reference point for the local town. Yeah. Meet you at the traffic lights. We've got Monique on 131060. How small is your town, Monique?
0: My small town, it has one shop. And it has a pub, a um, post office, and mechanics all in one. Oh, Well,
2: that's great because you can get a drink, fix your car, and send a letter all on Saturday night.
1: This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Trashy TV poetry.
2: Don, this is where we take the storylines, characters, and themes from a current affair mm. and turn them into high-class art.
3: Uh, it's an art restoration project, Zach. You take something that wouldn't be considered art, and you, can I just say, in my opinion, you make it beautiful.
2: We've got our black skivvies on. Yep. Our thick room glasses. Our first poem this evening, Don. Sorry,
3: can you just pass me a, gla- a glass of champagne?
2: There you go. Beautiful. Thank you. I'm drinking red tonight. Beautiful. Uh, Our first poem is about a dodgy DJ.
3: Okay, great.
2: Roses are red. Some people's ethics are wobbly.
1: Maybe you need to take a long, hard look at yourself in the mirror, Dave.
0: Yeah, probably.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, the journalist is loving that introduction. Loving it. Absolutely loving it. You don't normally get to talk to other humans like that unless you're a primary school teacher. (laughs) That's, that's great. <laughs> that's Our next
2: handy. poem, Dom, is about taking the <laughs> law into your own hands. Roses are red. Robbers can make you frown. I want to bring these bastards down. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay. okay, so what's the story there?
2: Oh, the poor fellow got his car stolen. Yeah. It's actually really unfair. Mm. And the hoons, yeah. or the guys who stole it, ran through all these red lights and he's
3: getting the fines for oh, it. that's awful. I can see why he wants to bring the bastards down now. That's d- right. D- do we have update on whether or not the bastards were brought down? I don't
2: know, because sometimes at the end they do a little bit like since filming. Yeah, okay. But I didn't see that bit. Oh, that's a shame.
3: Well, good, good luck to him out there.
2: Our last poem tonight, Dom, is about jokes that get out of hand. Roses are red. A bit of office banter can be
3: enlightening. But as you're about to see, workplace pranks can be frightening.
1: This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. I can
3: solve a billboard mystery that I believe Australia has been uh, a bit perplexed by. Hang really. on, is this the great <laughs> billboard mystery? I think this might. Well, certainly it's the great billboard mystery of 2018. Now, uh, Clive Palmer, who uh, I, I don't know how many people know Clive Palmer, but basically the billionaire, the guy who's building the, is he still building Titanic 2?
2: I don't think I don't <laughs> think Titanic 2 is <2's> going through.
3: <laughs> that's, that's been canned, has it? I don't <laughs> know.
2: I well, don't know, but that was a long time ago and I haven't heard anything about it since.
3: So he, he was going to build Titanic. He owned a soccer club once, and he was also a politician. That's Clive Palmer. Well, Archer. he was a
2: mining guy. Yep. Then he went into politics. Now he has a meme page. Yeah,
3: that's Clive. that's where
2: most people might know him from.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Well, that that's Clive. And wasn't he going to build like a Jurassic Park on no, the Sunshine Coast? No, he did that. Oh, he did that, did he? Yeah, there's, there's, <laughs> there's, there's
2: There's big dinosaurs on the Sunshine Coast in Queensland. Basically, Not real, obviously. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, I mean, you never know. Um, Clive Palmer has been popping up. So he left left politics about two or three years ago. I think he's been in the news mostly lately for court reasons, <laughs> which I you know, and, and so I want to follow everything that is said here with alleged. Uh, oh, really? Well, I was looking at one of these billboards. Now, if you haven't seen them, they are the Clive Palmer billboards that have been popping up around the country. I believe there's over a hundred of them. It's a picture of Clive Palmer in his business suit with a yellow background and it just says, make Australia great. I think he's giving the thumbs up the Australian flags so there. So
2: obviously this is in reference to Trump's Make America Great Again.
3: Yeah, but everyone's been a bit confused because he hasn't announced that he's coming back into politics. Yeah. Everyone's like why are there billboards appearing with Make Australia Great? No one knows what Clive Palmer's end game is. Cuz there'd be a lot of money for that many billboards. Yeah. Um so I was looking at one which is near me the other day. I was having a, caf- uh, a coffee at a cafe and I'm looking up at the billboard. And this guy comes past walking his dogs and can see me staring at the billboard. And he says, you know the story behind that, don't you? And I was like, no, I don't. I've Googled it. I couldn't find anything. And he tells me that his brother works for Clive Palmer and tells me what the story behind the billboard is. What's the story? So supposedly Clive Palmer wants to come back into politics, yeah. but has realized that they've done studies, his, his likability isn't high enough. And so they've come up with a plan of things to do to raise Clive Palmer's likability. Now the billboard is one of them.
2: What, what are the others? <laughs>
3: There are talks of getting a Clive Palmer movie, funding a movie that he will star in. Right. Well, um, he's
2: already done Titanic 2 and Jurassic Park.
3: <laughs> I, don't, I don't know any Here more about Here comes Cloudy man.
2: with a chance of meatballs.
3: <laughs> well, he said that's one thing that's been discussed. Again, allegedly. A second thing that's been discussed was getting Clive on a reality TV show.
2: That would be good. <laughs> I reckon that would be good. Would it be an existing one or one he does himself?
3: I don't know. I mean, would he fit into any of the current ones?
2: Uh, Love Island Bachelor? <laughs>
3: These, I mean, all options you could get him on. Maybe get him on The Voice. Yeah. That, that one's still running at the well, moment. Well,
2: he likes singing because he sings goodbye songs whenever <laughs> a politician is booted mm. out. That could be the reality show, it could be uh, politically based.
3: It, well, it's funny that you talk about singing, though, because this is the third thing. And he said, I believe this is in the works currently that Clive Palmer will release a debut single before the end of this year. No.
2: Okay, this guy's having you on. I don't
3: think he is. What, a guy walking
2: a dog yeah. in front of a billboard <laughs> is your source. I, and he is. says Clive Palmer <laughs> is going to release a single.
3: Okay, Clive Palmer started a meme page and writes poetry on That's Twitter. True. Is it impossible That's to believe that to try to... And, and remember, I think, um, didn't he twerk on the radio a few years yep. ago? It is not beyond the realms of possibility.
2: Look, I I am quick to (laughs) shut this down. Yes. However, about a year ago, we did get a phone call (laughs) to this radio show of someone telling us that (laughs) coffee coke was on its way. Mm. And they were an inside person. A whisper in the wind they described themselves as. (laughs) And we didn't put it to air because we thought there's no way that's true. (laughs) We totally dismissed it.
3: And And yet that came true. So maybe this person... Yeah. Walking their dog in front of the Clive Palmer billboard was mm. onto something. And I know we play a lot of Australian music on our shows, Zach. Yeah. Now, my hope is that if Clive Palmer's single drops, yeah. it will be on this show every night of the week. Yeah. I wonder if we play anything else. Maybe yeah. we just fill the, the, the log with this for two hours. All I'm saying is get ready, because I think it's, it's about time that Keith Urban moved aside, that Kylie Minogue moved aside, that, you know, Inn Samantha Jade, Guy Sebastian, all of Australia's great musicians, singers are going to have to take a back seat because I'm pretty sure Clive Palmer's on his
1: way. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom.
2: This is Collective Noun's Out of Context News.
3: Making Out of Context News tonight, Barnaby Joyce has some questions for water parks. Where precisely is the water coming from? Uh, the next question is, how is the water turning up and why?
2: Also, Kim Kardashian didn't hide her number before making a prank call.
1: And I know people that have done it the other way and have stayed completely anonymous. Right. And that's great and that works for them. but. For me, I just wanted them to know that it was me. And Pauline
3: Hanson saw another Laurel Yanni video appear in her newsfeed.
1: Really? I'm so over it. I told her that
0: two weeks ago, and I think the public is so over it. I I can't believe this.
1: Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. If you've listened to
2: the show before, you know that each week we ask, beg, nay, plead for five-star reviews on the iTunes podcast store, a.k.a. the Collective Noun Forum, a.k.a. The happiest place on the internet.
3: And it is so easy to get into the Collective Noun Forum. All it's going to cost you is a five-star rating on the iTunes podcast store. Search for Collective Noun on iTunes. Leave that rating as your admission price in. Then you can write whatever you want in the reviews. Zach, you're into the park and you can have fun. And can, can I just say, now yeah. that we are in winter here in the Southern Hemisphere, as of last week, I've always find winter the most beautiful time to visit the park. Yeah. Personally. What's um, that? Well, I, there's something about, you know, those cold mornings walking through the park, opening the gate, starting up the rides. So there's something quite beautiful about it. Do you A know what I mean? A bit brisk. A little bit brisk. Um, You know, you, you wipe the fog that's appeared on the uh, on the Ferris wheel capsules.
2: When was the last time you were up? Mm. In, no, just the morning, not even early morning, <laughs> just before noon. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's been a while. I mean, I won't lie. I, I, I'm really up early. And you know that because often I awake to Facebook messages from you who is awoken at a more normal hour. Yeah. Um. Uh, and, and you do get three-hour replies.
2: And we are skeptical Mm-hmm. <laughs> about Dom's sleeping patterns. Yes. Because I believe mm. that it's he wakes much later than he publicly <laughs> acknowledges. Because I always say, okay, well, why did it still take four hours for <laughs> you to <laughs> reply to that message? And
3: I'll normally say I was preoccupied for the first four hours I was up, and then I got around to reply but to that. message. But I know
2: you look at your phone while you're in bed, <laughs> so it doesn't add up.
3: <laughs> what I should start doing is setting an alarm for like 9 o'clock, waking up, reply to your message, and then go back to sleep, because then it's more believable.
2: Yeah, just say, hey, um. I'm just off to do some labour. <laughs> that's it. I'm just off to do some hard work for the day.
3: Hitting up the gym, Zach. I'll be back in a few hours. Um, that's what I'm going to start doing. So, I'm, I'm... But then
2: we're going to have to see results. When you're not developing muscles in a few months, it'll be suspicious. <laughs>
3: off to the patisserie. Yep, yeah, that see will work. <laughs> <laughs> see you in a few hours. Uh, first person in the collecting forum today, Zach, is Tegan XO. Uh, Welcome in, Tegan. Um, Firstly, they they just want to mention something we spoke about on the show a little while ago, Zach, where I was getting furious at Apple for um, autocorrecting my name, Dom, with an M, to Don with an N. And I put together a list of names to send off to Apple of people who, for some reason, Apple has decided their name's not legitimate. Apple keeps auto-correcting their name.
2: Do we have another one to add to the list?
3: Well, Teagan wants me to add uh, her name to the list. So it's uh, apparently, her name is Teagan, but she often gets it's called Teags, T-E-A-G-S, bit of a nickname. And apparently autocorrect always changes that to Twags. Oh, so- I
2: was thinking T. As in, like, okay, uh, sipping some English breakfast.
3: Yeah, alright. Well, look, I, I think it is about time that you should be able to add in kind of a send out a, something to your friends and family's phones that makes your name not autocorrect anymore.
2: You can do that with your own phone, can't you?
3: I think so. Yeah. In fact, you can actually choose what things autocorrect to, which we did to my mum for a little while as a bit of a bit of a joke.
2: What did you autocorrect?
3: Oh, we autocorrected home to um, what was it? I think something like home to uh, at a nightclub. This is years classic. ago. What <laughs>
2: classic. Classic. your mum wasn't at home; she was at
3: a nightclub. Well, the oh, joke. Would be- <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh, what are you doing at the nightclub, mum? The joke would be that she would text my dad, and he'd say, "How far off are you?" and she would reply. Go to a flight. I'll be home in ten minutes. But it would all correct and say I'll be at a nightclub in ten minutes. Oh, and your dad would be like, "What's happening? <laughs> Judy doesn't usually go to nightclubs." <laughs> it was great gear back in high school. I'm telling yeah. you, it was very funny. Uh, we we had hours of laughter about that one. Back Did it then.
2: ever pull off though? Um, Did it ever work?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It worked a few times. In fact, I, I'm not entirely convinced. I'm never ever changed that back. Yeah. I haven't, she hasn't texted me home lately, but it wouldn't surprise me if that's just what she does. But now. Was
2: there any payoff? Did she go, like, what, my phone's acting up or anything?
3: Oh, I think she took it into the genius bar. <laughs> <laughs> did she actually? I think she might have.
2: Oh, she I not What? Okay. <laughs> I don't believe that.
3: I oh, know, I genuinely think she did. I think
2: I would have heard that story.
3: This is, this is years before I even started doing anything with you, Zach. I don't know. I, we'd, we'd met, but we weren't friends yet. We were in that, remember those first few like years? Like now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah,
3: no, there were about three years where Zach and I knew each other, yeah. um, but but I wouldn't say we were friends yet. No, okay. We, yeah, fair we, enough. Do you agree with that? Yeah. Well, well, we weren't quite I enemies. Think we were friendly. We were friendly. Yeah. We were more acquaintances though. Yeah. Um, we, There was a little bit of a rivalry back then, I reckon.
2: Well, maybe from your point of view. <laughs> oh, okay.
3: Well, you're going to play the moral high ground card and say there was nothing from you?
2: I didn't feel like I had a rivalry with you. <laughs> okay.
3: All right, I'm just saying there was there was certainly some was that why there. my computer wasn't working that <laughs> night?
2: <laughs> did you try to take down my radio show?
3: And it was me who, uh, who complained about your messy desk.
2: <laughs> I did get a lot of complaints about my messy, my messy desk. yeah.
3: yeah no but look uh, like all great friendships. I was stories, reflecting on
2: that recently. yeah, valid.
3: Oh, you think your desk was messy? Yeah, at
2: the time I fought it. Yeah. Now I'd say, yeah, you know what? I should put those cups away.
3: Yeah. I mean, is my memory correct that there were numerous banana peels there once? No,
2: there wasn't (laughs) numerous banana peels. It was messy, but not unhygienic.
3: There were no germs festering.
2: Uh, no, I did have over 20 coffee cups on my desk. Well, it was that. hard to find exactly, place to actually, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> actually put paper down.
3: Can we just acknowledge for a second, though, this was in a radio station where one person boiled eggs in the kettle yes. and where another person...
2: I had to go undercover. <laughs> If I was going to be believed as an employee. <laughs>
3: that's it. You had to you had to be less hygienic.
2: Yeah. So wait, one person boiled eggs in a uh, kettle. A, a,
3: a kettle, yeah. And,
2: and that's the community kettle. <laughs> yeah,
3: that's the community kettle. You'd uh, see uh, egg whites coming out of it when people would make tea. And
2: what was the next one you were going to list? The next
3: one was uh, a, a mutual friend of ours who has left that place as well. Used to uh, leave McDonald's bags there from, I, I'm pretty sure, years previous. Right.
2: I thought you were going to talk about the boss who regularly did pull my finger and then farted in <laughs> meetings. <laughs>
3: Not a joke. Quite, that's how he would start an official meeting. Yep. So, look, really, I think 20 coffee cups at the desk. Yep. I I think you're being harsh on yourself. I reckon in those standards, you were doing pretty good. Okay, That good, was quite good. a good effort. Uh, and Tegan also goes on to say, uh, Zach, that she's tw- uh, also 24 and lives at home with her mum and younger siblings, and that you should get off my back about it. Okay. I added that you should get off my back about it. Okay. But, but see, there's another person who can join my, uh, my association, Adults I've, at Home. I don't
2: know about Teagan's circumstances, though, and I do know about your circumstances.
3: <laughs> well, what are my circumstances?
2: Uh, that you have the means <laughs> to move out. <laughs> uh, that your siblings have moved out.
3: One of them has moved out. Yeah. My younger brother has At what age? Uh, he moved out at 20 Yep. Maybe, but that doesn't matter. The point, and he went and got married and now he has a kid on the way. But the, the point is like, is that I, you know how much I'm loving life at home. We had a family road trip on the oh. weekend, which, which, you know, uh, I, we had a great time uh, heading. Your you know, mum
2: put up a video. Yeah. Um, of the crew in the car.
3: Yeah. And you're in the
2: back seat like you're eight years old. <laughs> you're sitting in the same seat you were sitting in yeah, when you were eight years what, old. Where
3: else can you sit in a family road trip? Mum and dad obviously at the front seat. So where do I sit? What what would you do? Drive! <laughs> You're an adult! You can drive! <laughs> okay. I will you don't admit, even get music privileges! There, there was, there was s- classical music playing. <laughs> that was from my phone. Oh, that <laughs> was your pick. <laughs> it was Celtic actually. Um but no, there was a stage because it was my younger brother and his girlfriend were in the car with us in the back seat. And there was a stage where we we're like crammed in next to each other. Uh, and I did ask my mom and dad, are we there yet? And I did kind of feel as though I'd regressed 15 years in one moment. Why couldn't you figure out where they were, where you were? Oh, I don't know. I, I think being in the back seat kind of led me into that mental space. So, but anyway, look, Tegan, welcome into the adult kids at home society.
2: Did you ever complain about your brother being on your side of the <laughs> seat?
3: <laughs> the tensions were high in the Faye family car on Saturday. And I know you you and your wife, Sarah, were invited on the trip, but neglected to no, be... the invite.
2: Well, there's no room in the car. <laughs> all the seats are taken. <laughs> um,
3: that is all we got time for in the forum tonight. If you do want to be a part of it, we would love to have you on board. All you have to do is search for Collective Noun on iTunes. Leave a five-star rating as your admission price into the forum. Write whatever you want in the review, and we'll read it out next time on the show.
1: Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. This is Collective Noun's... <laughs> Name Game.
2: This is the game anyone with a pet can play. Give us a call on 131060, we believe, by Mm. just hearing your pet's name. That information and that information alone, we can decipher, figure out Mm. what type
3: of animal it is. First up tonight, we have Drew in Newcastle. Drew, what is your pet's name? Sturt. Sturt. Sturt or Stuart? Stuart. Sturt, S-T-U-R-T. Okay, I was going to say if it was Stuart. Yeah. It's obviously a mouse,
0: Stuart yeah, Little. Stuart
2: little.
3: I don't know, is Sturt, Sturt's a place in uh, South Australia, I think? Okay. Yes. <laughs> just...
2: Is there a famous
3: animal that comes from there? <laughs> I was thinking it could yeah. be
2: a word in another language.
3: Oh, that well, kind of
2: sounds German, possibly.
3: Well, I reckon, honestly, the best bet we have is mouse.
2: Yeah. Do you know what I mean? What, based on Stuart Little? Maybe, sturt maybe, Little.
3: Maybe it was a kid who couldn't say Stuart and yeah. said Sturt, and they're like, oh, that's cute, let's call the mouse Sturt yeah, Little. I like it. All right, Drew, is Sturt a mouse? No. What is it? It's a snake. A and snake. we have
2: to know what Sturt means, Drew.
3: Um, one of the kids chose it when we first
2: got it, when it was probably 30 centimetres long. Yep. yep just said, let's call it Sturt, so <laughs> now eight foot long and as thick as a Coke can, and it's still called Sturt. Yeah, there you okay. go. Well, you got a kid naming it right, Dunn. So we were <laughs> we true. were close.
3: That's true. Um, cool. I mean, still, I don't know if we got any further what Sturt means, but that's maybe that's the magic of it. Oh, Tyler, on 131060, what's your pet's name, Tyler? My pet's
0: name
3: is Hot and Spicy. Okay, well... It, we were thinking the same thing. Aren't
2: it right? has to be Chicken. Chicken. And that's not it's, super nice, Tyler. Not,
3: <laughs> I mean, it's a little dark to be naming the animal after the season and you're going to put on it once it passes away.
2: It's like calling your cow medium rare. Or <laughs> yeah.
3: Um, it's got to be, doesn't it? Tyler, is Hot and Spicy a chicken? No, she's a cat. Oh. Okay, I didn't see that coming. Uh, is that Do you feed the cat Hot and Spicy
0: chicken? Is that the reason? We, She's a ginger cat, and mm. she's one of those ones with a pancake face, like a really flat face. Yeah, okay. So we uh, didn't take her seriously when we first got her and thought we'd give her a bit of a funny name, Hot okay. and Spicy. All
3: right. I mean, I, I do think if you're in, I mean, I'm not that there's a, a cat park, like there are dog parks, but if you're ever out and you're calling out, Hot and Spicy, come back here. I'm not sure it lends itself to that as much as uh, some of you others. don't
2: call for a cat, man. Don't
3: you? I've never had a cat. Is that Cats, coming
2: across? They... See. <laughs> <laughs> they don't respect their owners like that. They'll just turn around and look at you and keep walking.
3: Okay, all right. <laughs> Why do people get cats then?
2: That's um, an age-old question. <laughs> no one really
3: knows. <laughs> oh, jeez, I'm going to get complaints about that. Uh, Courtney's in Harvey Bay on 1060. Courtney, what is your pet's name?
0: My pet's name is Nut.
3: How do you spell that? N-U-T. Nut. Nut. Okay. Yes. I'm thinking, I mean, can you keep squirrels in Australia? Because I'm thinking you know the squirrel from Ice Age. Yeah. Always has that nut.
2: Yeah. Okay, but no, the squirrel no, isn't it's called not. nut though.
3: No, that's true. What is a squirrel? There would be sure?
2: there would be animals that eat nuts, surely.
3: What okay, well, let's do that. What animals eat nuts? Mm. I've got squirrel.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Can we add to uh, that? some type of bird? Like uh, yeah, they, know, might. they eat nuts.
3: That's, that's all we got. Courtney is nut a bird.
0: No. Yeah.
2: That's what a is long it? Shot. A lizard. Why not?
0: My little brother couldn't speak, so he just named his wizard nut. Okay.
2: Well. These ones of kids <laughs> naming them are very hard to guess. I recommend Because we to have guess. to put ourselves into <laughs> That's it. The, the brain of a child. That's mm. uh, much easier for Dom than myself. Uh, okay, good.
1: <laughs> and, <laughs> This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom.
2: For so long now, Dom, you have positioned yourself as the milkman, yes. uh, the iron udder, yep. the dairy dude. Yeah. Uh, you go by many names, but milk and cheese are your bread and butter. <laughs> well actually butter's your butter.
3: Butter's but, but in there as well. Yeah no you you're not wrong. I do love a glass, particularly the uh pasteurized only um cream on top milk is my favorite.
2: That's why I'm so disappointed in you. Mm. That firstly on Thursday night, I had to tell you that Friday was International Milk Day.
3: You had no idea. You had
2: no idea it was coming up. Mm. And then today, at 4 to 12, when the day's about to be over. It's cheese day. It's cheese day today.
3: I know. And you didn't even, you haven't even mentioned it. You didn't do anything on the show. No, I didn't. No social media posts from Um, the cheese man himself. Can I? The dairy dude. (laughs) A few points to make. Those who follow my Instagram account at Domfay, D O M F A Y, great follow. Um, recently active again for the first time in twelve months. Yeah, I saw your first post on
2: Friday. <laughs> yeah. You posted about uh, international milk day, but that was that was fake.
3: What do you mean that was fake? You only knew about that because I told you about it on Thursday. But what else? You yeah. put out on your Instagram as if you you were waiting for this all year, but you didn't even know about it twelve years prior, twelve but, hours prior. But I did also post in the comment a reference to Cheese Day, so I knew that was coming up on Monday. Well, and then
2: still nothing. Well,
3: I I, I like to indulge. So that's even worse. If you had said, "Oh my yeah. goodness," was it
2: today? Oh, well, I'll celebrate tomorrow. I missed it. But you knew it was coming and you purposely didn't celebrate. Well, I don't believe anything you say. I don't believe your (laughs) conviction. The next time you say that you ate a wheel of brie, I don't know if you're making that up or not.
3: Can I just say, some people, when it's a sacred holiday, that means a lot to them. They like to celebrate in private. Now, I'll have you know, not only did I have a fair bit of cheese today, I had some mozzarella, I had some brie, I also had a gluten-free cheesecake
0: Today. But that's not
2: but different uh, to any I... other
3: day. <laughs> you meant to be having more cheese today. Like, I didn't advertise it to the world, no, because it was an intimate thing between yeah. cheese and Okay, I. you wanted to celebrate privately. I wanted to celebrate privately. And I know I okay, know I that, I, that I come on the show and I know I share a lot of my dairy habits yeah, with you.
2: That's true. But there's but... certain days that are off limits.
3: <laughs> yeah, And you've
2: got to have some distance on international cheese. They so like that's your it. family have to give you distance because of the smell.
3: <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's unfair, but not inaccurate. How that they accurate. had International
2: Cheese Day on a Monday and yes. not a Tuesday? Have Cheese Day Tuesday? I don't understand. That does make that's a, lot a of missed sense. opportunity.
3: Yeah, I think it's the fourth of June, though. So I'm pretty sure it rotates oh, by first, year by year.
2: It should be the first Tuesday of June.
3: Yeah. Do you know what it is? Weird, actually, because I looked this up. So there's an International Milk Day, an International Cheese Day, but no other dairies get a day. No Cream Day. Nothing like that.
2: All right. We'll bring it up at the meeting. No
3: Butter Day. <laughs> Just at the Which dairy meeting.
2: Which I meetings. assume you're the chairman of. <laughs>
3: Uh, that is all we've got time for tonight. If you do want to hear the full show back, search for Collective Now on iTunes and you have the podcast there. We'll see you tomorrow at
1: 10. Bye! Bye. Oh, yeah. That's all from Collective Noun. Grab podcasts and videos online on Facebook at Collective Noun Comedy.